Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brandy here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Fossey and Brandy live 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekdays. Just tune your radio into 1170 a.m. in Sydney. Shout out, Andrew Voss. Uh, are you there over in Vegas? Uh, James, I am. Uh, good morning, boys. We were watching you last night. This morning, uh, I think uh, Lieutenant Dan has got that intercom switch spread out and he's, he's killed my return volume. So uh, You can't hear us. What I will tell you, I'm standing in front of... <laughs> An unbelievable complex. I'm in front of New York, New York. Hey, brother, how you going? I just met the goat here. Thanks, bro. I'm just on air to Australia. Good on you, mate. Uh, one of those street performers, uh, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm standing in front of New York, New York. So they have the Statue of Liberty. They have the Empire State Building, an Irish pub out the front, a giant Hershey's chocolate store. Um, this is at the um, southern end of the strip, heading towards Allegiant Stadium, uh, where... Things are really ramping up. The Fox League crew over there today. I think you've, a lot of our listeners will have seen the uh, images of the turf. That will be sort of a retractable layer. That, oh, another couple of straight street performers. Showgirls. Hi, girls. Here you going? James Magnuson. Yeah, he's here. Um, they're going to slide the grass <laughs> into Allegiant Stadium. So from outside, from next door, it is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, Vossi, how close is Allegiant Stadium to the, the strip? Like... Uh, well, a road runs parallel to the strip that takes you all the way up that end. You couldn't walk it. I mean, I've been walking right. the strip this mm. morning. I've been walking for an hour from Resorts World. Mm. I would be three quarters of the way up the strip, so that's how long it is. Uh, but but really easy to get to all the same. Uh, you know, just hop in a cab and, and you'll get there. The Roosters are having an open day training, I think, 3.30 Vegas time tomorrow. So it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll head along to that, obviously. Now, I misled you about the training. I, I find this a bit odd, to be honest, but I know they are restricted with time. All four clubs will get a look at the ground, but only the two home teams, I believe, will actually get a chance to have a very brief run around with a footy, you know, have a bit of bit of a captain's run. Right. Now, that, Who is that? Which two? Right. So I is that Manly and the Roosters? Teams. No one's a home team here, please. Come no, on. no, of course. So... So who, who does qualify for the home teams? Is it Manly and, and the Roosters? That's right. Manly and the Roosters are the home teams. Uh, and I spoke to Pat Carrigan last night, mm. and he was of the impression they will just get a walk around the ground mm. uh, tomorrow and nothing more. Right. Well, that's – yeah, th- surely there's, n- there's no home team in Las Vegas. No, like, no. it just needs to be – But that's that one of the very few criticisms I've got of what's been set up. They've got a huge fan day today down in old Vegas. Um, mm. Apparently, it'll be pumping – 
We had live audiences for the Fox League shows that screened in Australia last night. That was fantastic. And I will come away from my first three days convinced, and I would do it as soon as next year, I would bring across a Super League game to add to the Rugby League Entertainment at Legion mm. Stadium. I'd play a third match. I would play a triple header because the number of, of English fans that are here, and, and Brandy, you know from your kangaroo tours, they love to wear their colours. You know, today I've passed fans from Castleford, from St Helens, from Warrington. They're walking the strip. I think we would add another, you know, potentially another ten to 20,000 fans coming across from the UK to experience this rugby league event. I would add it next year. I'd have Super League and the NRL, a joint force of rugby league. And then, of course, you appeal to another lot of expats. I just think that would be a way to go. That's a good idea, Vossi. Good plan. Hey, Vossi, have you had a chance to get to the Sphere yet and see you too? Or are you still up in the air as to whether you do that? Oh, he's running out of time. Oh. Yeah. Come on. It's a, it's a very sad story. So I logged on this morning just to see. Now, those $700 tickets I saw a number of weeks ago, and now set, you can put a one in front of that. There's seventeen hundred. That's that's about the cheapest ticket you can get for Friday night. Um, so yeah. I, I'm not liking the chances unless today I go to a casino and I have a bit of luck. So I, I, I'll have a bit of a dabble, a bit of a slap today, and maybe a bit of blackjack, and see if I can yep. win mm. a U2 ticket. I'm doing it for the team, of course. It's research purposes. Doing it for SEN. Um, but yep. I think that's my best hope. I don't know whether I can cop up 1,700 to see old Bono and Edge. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about the uh, – you sent me a picture of uh, the spicy – the Margaritaville. The, uh, mm. did, oh, you, well, that, yeah. did you drop into there and catch and pick up any uh, a spicy marg for um, half price or happy hour? So, yes – so yesterday, well, happy hour is 24 hours a day, Brandy. That's the first news I'll pass on to you about Margarita World or Ville. I saw it from across the road yesterday. Today I went up close and personal to it. Mm. Uh, out the front, uh, four blokes without shirts on, <laughs> built like Payne Haas. And then, uh, and then, and then I, I, I may have observed a couple of ladies not wearing uh, anything above their waist, mm. bar a couple of hearts, okay. two hearts on their upper body. Do you know what I'm saying? I know yeah. what you're saying. Uh, that, yep. Brandy, that's your place, Brandy. That's not mine. <laughs> Bossy, <laughs> Brandy and I have been talking about the light and shade of Vegas, uh, and there was no more pertinent example than last night. Paul Kent is delivering some hard-hitting opinions on the rugby league in America, and behind him is a car that pulls up with a massive billboard giving out a phone number for LJ hookers delivered straight to your door. Have you seen this footage? <laughs> oh, I, I have. I, love, I must say, you didn't tell me, James, there's another trap over here, and this is one for uh, any potential tourists that are coming over. The expression LJ hookers, as you've just put, James, they hang around the lifts. Yeah, they're so, everywhere. You know, you, you, in those hotels... Like, you get into a lift and you need your card to get up to a floor. You you see them hop into the lift, like, at the last second. They just hop in and they ride the lifts up and down. Like, you know, just they'll end up on whatever floor um, and, and just talk to people in the lift. And, and then they'll come back down. And if they didn't work, they'll wait for someone else. They'll back into another lift. What's going on there, James? Again, that's, that's Vossi, not my go. Mm, not my go. Vossi, we've, we've had plenty of... Uh, Plenty of text messages about pies. Uh, yeah. Is, yep. is there, yeah. can you get a meat pie? Can you get any sort of pie in Vegas? And have you tried one? Well, I've got to be honest. Um, since I got here, I really have only had the one 
big meal, but boy, did I make it worth it. I did go to the Bellagio buffet yesterday. Mm. After you spoke um, to us, right. After, you know, I was there. It was breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I had all three uh, in the one sitting. So I paid 60, about 68 US. So you work it out, what, 100? 100 bucks. 20, yeah. 110 Australia. Well, gee, it want to um, be a good and food. I, oh, it was an outstanding food. Right. No, honestly, it was so good. It was well worth it. The Bellagio Buffet. And to get there, you've got to walk right down the middle of the casino. So you feel like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven, you know, when they're, <laughs> when they're doing the job. It's, um, it's a great place, the Bellagio, I must say. I mean, I've walked into a few of them today, Venetian and some of the older ones. Um, and obviously, Caesar's Palace is just beyond big. It's, it's massive. But Bellagio is incredibly impressive. You know, just to walk around is something. I can only imagine what it's like to stay there. Couple of texts coming through, Vossi. Uh, Rob reckons you should start charging twenty dollars a selfie. A uh, bit of a street performer act. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah I've had a few taken today. I must admit, you know, you're walking down and you know all these dudes coming up to you. Then you get a Vossi. You know, <laughs> I've, I've, you know, manly fans, Brock. I've been a Titans fan. Unbelievable. I said to this bloke wearing a Titans jersey, "Get out of here!" I said, "You have to." Yeah, you exactly, Brandy. You have to go up to the to the Vegas sign, the Welcome to Vegas, because I believe. You, sir, are a pioneer of the Gold Coast Titans. I guarantee you are the only <laughs> Titan fan with a jersey mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yep. Take mm-hmm. a photo because in 200 years' time, that will be, you know, a, one for the archives. Uh, another thing, Resorts World. So all the players are now in the one uh, hotel. Now, on the face of it, people might be thinking, oh, that's a bit dangerous. Resorts World is so big. It, mm. it really it is a city within a city. Three and a half thousand rooms. I, I ran out of fingers and toes to count the swimming pools, mm. the shopping centres, the casinos, plural, in, in, the, in the one complex. It is, it is absolutely massive. So I really have only seen, you know, um, manly players and a sprinkling of the South's boys. I actually saw the former South's great Greg Inglis out the street today, Sam Thiday, former Bronco, walking around. But the, the place is so damn big, you could probably go a few days without you know, without crossing paths, even though they're in the same accommodation complex. Yeah, so on our last night, we th- we, uh, we've commented this morning that the set looked great um, yeah. for the for the uh, 360 and for the show that uh, you did, Vossi. Uh, what's on tonight? What's on this afternoon tonight? Any any filming? Uh, yeah, well, we've actually, we, we can call it That's a Wrap, so we'll just have the opener and closer to do tonight on the fans. So on Fox League Australian time tonight, you'll get NRL 360 live from the strip, and then Lara Pitt and myself have been pretty much, you know, gone non-stop since we landed, and we've gone everywhere, all over Vegas, so we'll try and, and we speak to Americans in the street, and, you know, David News coming on the program, um, and, and lots of American rugby league history as well, so it's a good fun show, uh, we're going to start at Resorts World, and we're going to finish at Allegiant Stadium uh, with the show tonight, and that'll have you all in the mood, um, and then Matty Johns Live is coming up you know, the, the night before the game and then live from the ground. Boy, Matty's having a good time. He, uh, oh, yeah. The research, the research Fletch and, and Matty are putting into their broadcast is <laughs> something to the <laughs> yeah, hey, I can imagine. Hey, you cop some friendly fire here on SEN. I want to play you some audio from Sats and Rat. I wonder if he's going to catch up with Fletch, Hindy, Matty Johns, Gordy, whether they'll take him to that dive bar that they went to in their little documentary, The Sin City. Well, I couldn't see Vossi in one of those places. No. I don't think he would be. So we just had Jared Waitley over there for Super Bowl. Yeah. Who'd be more fun on a night out, Vossi or Jared Waitley? I, I think Waitley. I think Waitley's like a, he's got, he's got a hidden agenda. I think he's one of those guys. Careful that what you say. Here, on the mate. surface, yeah. 
He is Meek, the ultimate professional. Mild professional. OCD, you know, everything's in order. He wow. prepares great. Right. He's the ultimate professional. Yes. But I think when the cameras go off and the microphones get turned down. He's reckless. There's an internal animal there. This is getting awkward. Uh, so Vossi, hopefully, uh, still not picking up at the moment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, what about well, that? Look, well, I'm prepared to say there is probably some truth in that. We know about Jared and his relationship with the nude cinemas down in Hawthorne. Yes. I would think he may have a little bit of the dentist from the hangover in him. You know, <laughs> I think, you know well, in future trips to Vegas, he may come back with a tattoo over the eye and a tooth missing. Wow. Well, yeah. well, just for reference, Vossi, uh, I backed you up. I said no chance I'm going out with Jared. I'm, I'm the Voss man all the way. Yeah, well, I really appreciate that, yeah, James. You've got but a lot of support in here. You. But do I want to go out with you, James? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready for that. Hey, Chuck from, Chuck from Calderwood, uh, Calderwood has texted her. He said, uh, Wade Graham had a bit of a crack at you on the buy round uh, overtaking a pick of a sleeping James Graham. He reckons what happens in Vegas yeah. stays in Vegas. No, mm. it wasn't Vegas. It was on the flight to Vegas. Mm. So, you know, no, I feel like I haven't breached any uh, any rules there. And, and I was just amazed. I mean, I was in, in, in awe of the guy that here we were about to land. Like they're saying, you know, get your seatbelts on. James is still comatose, asleep with a patch over the eye. I had to whisper sweet nothings in his ear, um, which is Billy Slater style. I had to say, you know, you know what's, what's, what's doing, James? We're about <laughs> to land. Wake up. It was incredible. Incredible. Vossi, uh, we've got to let you go, but you're going to be back to host the show from Vegas Monday morning following the doubleheader. That's going to be huge. Well, well, Brandy, I've just picked, I've been to a store called T-Mobile. A lady has helped mm. me out for about 25 minutes. James, I'm saying there is a betting market on that. Yeah. <laughs> the favourite right. way is getting to air, but, people, <laughs> but, but, but firming in light of the equipment I just picked up is, the, is going to struggle to get to air, but I'll do my best, boys. I'll okay, best. Let, let's not do anything silly, but uh, you enjoy the next couple of days before the game and we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk Monday and yes. see how you go. We'll, we'll either do the show for three hours together or... Uh, James Solo. will be on, on uh, standby, ready, ready to come <laughs> in. Yeah. Good stuff. I'll get to wear some way, Enjoy somewhere, it. from some place, maybe from a park bench. Good on you, Andrew. Welcome back to breakfast with Brandy and the Missile this morning. We just heard from Vossi. He's over there in Vegas. A reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL grand final experience. Thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong. That's Ream. Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. Trying to find Gordy. Gordon Tallis. But he's missing in Vegas. Oh, that's a shock. He is He yeah. is the Doug of mm. the hangover. But we've also seen on the Today Show on the screens in the background, mm -hmm. Jonathan Thurston was meant to front up for a Today Show interview. He too has gone missing. There we go. Sam Thido over there. He's probably He's missing. over there. He's missing yeah. in action yeah. as well. I, I've been following along on the socials. I have the worst. Did, is Willie Mason over there? Yes. Missing. I'm having the worst <laughs> FOMO at the moment. So I was following along on socials. I saw last <laughs> night Hindy, Beaver, Willie Mason had all linked up somehow in Vegas. Dangerous. And then they bumped into Gordy and JT. Sam Thido. Somewhere else. What, what could possibly go wrong? And then you'd probably get... Matty Johns and Brian Fletcher coming off a, uh, a, a live TV performance, uh, looking for a bit of bit of fun. They're actually, you know, the time zones aren't too bad, Brandy. So I was watching it's lunchtime, isn't it? Yeah. Over there. So, so I, I was watching those shows last night, thinking, "Geez, it must be late there." Then I checked. So it was seven thirty in Sydney. It was twelve thirty, so just after midnight in Vegas. So they're at, 
five hours ahead of us, a day behind us. So the time zones aren't too bad, really, for that sort of west coast of America. It and if you're doing a show at midnight or thereabouts, and you, you, you're, a you're bit, up and about, you're a bit hyped up after the show. You you've are. been chatting. You are. So there's no, there's no just going straight to your room and going to sleep. No way. No. You, no you way. You need to sort of take the edge off somehow, yes. and obviously, uh, Gordy. J- Jonathan Thurston, whoever else have taken a big edge We off. ask any of our SEN crew, if you're on the app over in Vegas, please send out a search party. Where is Gordon Tallis? He's supposed to be protecting that trophy. Well, he might be. He might be in the foyer of some hotel just sitting around the trophy, him and JT just swapping stories. <laughs> That's what he, he could be doing that. Uh, Johnny Mack says, uh, apart from up the wires, maybe the World Club Challenge could be staged uh, there as neutral ground. Don't know how that goes for timing and the secondary game. Just a thought. I don't hate it. Not a bad thought. Actually, I, I, I really I, like it. Yeah. Why, why I really would, like well, it. Well, that, that gets the English component into the in, yes. into Vegas. Yes. That, that gets them interested. They were saying World on Club Challenge at 360 last night, there was something like 10,000 uh, English Super League fans in Vegas to watch this game. So expecting 20,000 Australians, 10,000 Super League fans. Because it's, it's, it's a rugby league event, isn't it? Yeah. You know, anyone that was a, a rugby league, loved the sport, whether mm. you're in England or Australia, you're thinking, well, this is pretty special. I'm, I'm going to go to Vegas. I get, I get a trip to Vegas. Yes. I get to watch league. Yes. Um, it's history making. Um, I think it would a lot be of like um, about it. Magic Round, where the first year of Magic Round, good. But then everyone sat back and watched Magic Round and said, oh, I've got to be there next year. Magic Round's going to be enormous this year. Yes. Enormous. Yes. You're, you're in. You, you want I'm to go. I'm super keen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Magic Round is a great weekend. SEN Bigwigs, if you're listening, super keen for Magic Round. I'm feeling some sort of like, take the fans up. I'll take them on a night out in Brisbane. Well, I went into the SEN. I, I, I duck out of commentary. And if I'm there, I'll go into the SEN. It's almost like a pub. In, in the in the stadium, so and really? I go in there and get on the microphone and have yeah. a chat to all those SEN supporters who are in in this pub. It's, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. All right, shout out if you're listening, big wigs at SEN. Hey, we got a call, Jace from Parramatta. He's back. Hopefully, he can hear us this time. Morning, Jace. Morning, Michelle. Morning, Brandy. You got us, Jace. What do you got, Jace? Look, boys, just quickly. I loved hearing uh, Vossi over in Vegas. But um, I'm coming to his defence after hearing Scott Sattler choosing Jared Waitley over Vossi on a night out. So um, they're both brilliant commentators, but let's compare the peers' commentary. Mm-hmm. So Jared comes out with, that's a shock of an emperor. Yeah. And... Uh, We've got Vossi, who says, classic like, looks like he's been hit in the orchestra stalls there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. T- yeah. yeah. I, I guess you can, if you're going to break down their commentary, if, you, if you're looking for a night out, um, you're probably not wanting either of them to rattle off, you know, their, their lines. And Vossi has said, Vossi said, he said, after you, sp- you, you speak to Vossi after a game and go, Mate, that, that, that line was fantastic. Or mm. how did you come up with that line? Mm. He goes, I don't know. It just comes. Like it just, he, oh, yeah, okay. he doesn't think about yeah. anything, Fossey. It's just, 
it's just whatever comes out. For, for my and, age demographic, most of it's great. Um, Vossi was the voice of the first rugby league PlayStation game. And so for my age demographic, we used to rattle off those lines in the schoolyard mm. that he used in the, the PlayStation game. So yep. his, his biggest line, every time there was a try, he'd say, three letters, four points, it's a try. And so when we'd score a try <laughs> at lunchtime, we'd yeah. turn around and go, three letters, four points, it's a try. So we were using Vossisms yep. in the school playground from a very young age because that game would have come out when I was, say, 11 or 12, the mm. PlayStation Rugby League game. Yep. So he was the voice of our childhood for rugby league yeah and uh well I, and i guess you know go back a step it was ray warren go back a step from that it was rex mossop yeah you know everyone grew up with different commentators that dominated the that dominated the sport uh jace thanks for your call mate jace is going to be a chance at our club med caller of the year prize we'll be sending a family of four to bali valued at ten thousand dollars to be in the running just call that open line one three hundred 01170 and you could be our caller of the week that then would put you in the draw to be our caller of the year need to get away choose club med premium all-inclusive holidays visit club med online or your local travel agent breakfast brandy as always we're powered by Kubota take on any job with Kubota's mowers tractors and land pride attachments land pride attachments meaning you're proud of your lawn that's where we're going with that one, Brandy. 6.30 news up next, 5.30 if you're in Brisbane. We're back with all the big news headlines after this news break on the home of sport in Sydney, 11.70 a.m. Uh, plenty of text, me uh, text messages coming through. Um, Thank you, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Uh, the official handler and the security guard for Fiji Airways, official handler of the NRL trophy, uh, is the, the security guard uh, for Fiji Airways. Uh, and he's on the line, I think. I think we've tracked him down. We've wrangled we ourselves a Gordon Tallis. There's, 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 there's reports of many people uh, missing in Vegas, but Gordy isn't one of them. And we've got him on the line. Yes. Gordon? No. G'day, guys. How are we going? Good, uh, we're going good. Probably not as good as you, but um, and you can tell us just how good you're going at the moment. Uh, well, it's just lunchtime, actually. It's 12.30 um, over here, so I'm just, uh, I've actually walked the strip and I'm just going to have a quick bite to eat, uh, and then obviously Fox tonight. So it's, uh, um, there is a fair bit of pleasure and we're in the, you know, entertainment capital, um, <laughs> but there's still work to be done. There is work to be done. So you're on set last night, Gordy, 360, that, and we're mm -hmm. saying the set, the set looked fantastic, uh, with the, uh, you know, with, with Fagus in the background, you finished at about midnight or, or maybe what what time did you finish last night and what did, did you go straight to bed last night or what what, what did you like to do at that time <laughs> brandy uh no i didn't so, uh we were on we got off about nine thirty last night so okay. and then we had a meet and greet with uh peter Villani's and patrick delaney and all the fox and nine guys we all got together and had a couple of beers but yes it was probably a midnight finish um i got up today and i've been doing all these media calls but um it's actually a great vibe brandy i i I played golf, and even the guys that were playing golf, and one was from San Diego, go, oh, there's rugby on in Vegas this weekend. So 
Uh, we're over here before Christmas. We didn't hear too much. We're filming. People are saying, well, what do you guys do? But there is a vibe around the place now, which is uh, which is pretty good. And they're expecting maybe fifteen to 20,000 Americans you know, to turn up to see our game for the first time. Gordy, Missile here. Did you see the footage last night? So Kenty was doing his normal serious heavy hitter thing. And then behind him, a big billboard pulled up being uh, dragged by a car saying escorts <laughs> <Yeah>. delivered <laughs> <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> yes, I know. I know because like that meme comes through because when Patrick, <laughs> when uh, Patrick Carrigan sat there too, just right behind him and it's got poor, so that's going around. You know, it probably suits Kenty. Actually, it probably suits Buzz a little bit more. <laughs> I, love, I love it you can say that and get away with it. Um, oh, did I just say that? Yeah, you did. Uh, now, so, so we just spoke to Vossie, Gordy, and, and Manly and Sa- uh, the Roosters, because they're the home teams, apparently get a little bit of a captain's run on the ground, but the other boys don't. Did When you spoke yeah. to Pat Carrigan, um, did he mention that? No, well, do you know what? <clears throat> Obviously, Manly got over here first, and I've uh, bumped into the Roosters. They're staying in the same hotel, like we're all staying in the same hotel. The Broncos have have only just arrived, so then they arrived about an hour ago. I'm um, in the Vegas, so uh, I don't know that. Um, uh, right. We walked on the field, Brandy, about a month ago, and it was quite chopped up. It's 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 probably had a fair bit of footy, so. Um, I don't blame them. I, I, you know, and if you're the home team and you get a bit of home ground advantage, um, I think that's only fair enough. Mm. Mm. Gordy, I've been getting the worst FOMO watching everyone on social media over there. I saw last <laughs> night, uh, I think it was Hindy and Willie Mason and Beaver Menzies had all linked up. Who have been your sparring partners so far for the nights out in Vegas? <clears throat> well, James, I actually brought my wife, so uh-huh. I'm a little bit smarter myself, and Matty John's brought our wives. I think Fletcher's brought his wife. So Nathan Highmarsh and the guys that are over here that are probably just lonely and you know, missing their dogs and their wives, they've sort of caught up and sit there and swap family stories, I think. Yeah, be so, okay, quite so nice with Willie, Willie and Hindy right. and, and Beaver. Because, <laughs> Gordy, you, like, you blokes have had, you had 10 days there pre-Christmas. So yeah. You, you've, Matty, Matty Johns you is still a burnt. broken man from that. He's still <laughs> yeah. hurting. Yeah, I, I, I think Matty was broken. He did go missing for two days <laughs> when we were over here before, buddy. And then that's why I think Trish did jump on the flight. But yeah. it, it's, look, um, it's fantastic. And, you know, we can... Some people are going to knock while we're over here, but like I'm standing here now and Elvis played on the strip and, mm. you know, we watched Manchester United come out to Australia, uh, the LA Dodgers, San Diego, uh, the Gridirons come out to Australia. I think why not bring our product over here and, you know, see whether we can just get a couple of little baby steps going and who knows in 20 years if there's a game over here every year for 20 years, well, maybe we can, you know, just get a little bit of a tiny footprint in a bigger market. But mm. um, I think that they'll love the game. I no, like then I watch the Super Bowl and um, I do think our product um, is as good as that. So hopefully that the Americans think the same. Uh, is there any talk about any of those Super Bowl players, you know, making their way to Vegas for the game, like the Kelsey brothers, Mahomes? I, I, I think someone yeah, said that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, big, uh, big Jordan, the uh, yep. the old South guy that plays for Philadelphia Eagles. Jordan Mylata. There's talk that he's bringing Jason Kelsey, and if he comes, well, Tracy, uh, sorry, Travis Swift. He's changed his name over here. He's Travis Swift. <laughs> uh, we'll probably go with him to watch it. And Hugh Jackman's here, and he's bringing a heap of his actor mates. So we don't know, but I think a lot of the Philadelphia Eagle blokes are going to come out and uh, jump in good. a box. But, That'd be good. You know, I don't know. Actually, Brandy, mate, you'd like this. 
I um I played golf, and in front of me was Jerry Rice. Oh, really? The great the like great the other, wide receiver yeah. so, like, for the Forty so Nineers. I don't know whether the, I, I don't know whether Valandis is walking around giving them a ticket to say, <laughs> "Hey, mate, do you want to come on and watch our game?" But That's hopefully fantastic. that they can come on and we. Can, you know, we can sort of get some traction. Yeah, you, you mentioned about the positive vibe. But no, I, Gordy, I, honestly, and, you know, we've been on radio all week. It, I don't think there's too many people yeah. that, are, that, are, that are negative about it. I, nah. I think, like, why not give it a crack? Like, get over there. Have a, have a go. Yeah. Like, it's, it's I, and, I, you know, we Brandy, speak to a lot of people. Did you play here in 87? Uh, no, I didn't. No. No. I, no. I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. make, you know I, I wasn't playing Origin yeah. in 87. No, but, 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 but you know what, like, I've thought about, and you've played at Wembley, you've played all those famous grounds, and we've, and you've played in every big moment, but mm. I'm a bit jealous, I mean, I'm a bit envious that these guys are going to run out here at at a great stadium, you know, at the home of entertainment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a moment. There's no doubt. Yeah. It's, a, it's a massive moment. Gordy, have you seen the field, um, how it's been, how it will be presented on Sunday in the game? And there's, there, there's a, naturally a lot yeah. of talk about it being narrower. Have you... Have you sighted it yet, yes. how it will look? I think it's, yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it sort of looks normal, but it's six, I think it's six metres. It's six. And I think the kick, and what, three metre in goals or something like that. So, so yes, Brandy, but when we play in England, mm. it's always been the same when you play at those soccer fields. We've always played at smaller grounds. Like anybody that's played for Australia, and Penrith would have realised, like, you go over there, yeah. you don't know the measurements of the ground. So, you know, you're playing on a different wicket. And then, but it's going to be the same for both sides. I think the kickers will probably notice it. But yep. like when I played in England and some of those smaller grounds, when you go, I didn't really, I didn't really feel that I was, you know, outnumbered and there were smaller spaces. I just yep. went out there and tried to do my job. So mm. um, I don't think the players are worrying about it too much. There's not much talk over here. Um, with the players about it. Okay, that's good. Hey, Gordy, you're there for Fiji Airways yeah. and you've been tasked with the official uh, job of handling the Proven Summons Trophy. Yeah. How's that going? <laughs> He's lost well, it. Well, it was fantastic. So we flew over, <laughs> we had a small stop in Fiji and yeah, we've had so many wonderful Fijian players play the game, but to take the trophy there and watch the kids touch it, and I played with two amazing Fijians, Petro Sivnasiva and Lottie Dakiri, and what they gave our game. So to go and some of these young kids, and I know the Melbourne Storm and the Knights went there and played as well. But, you know, I had a stop on the way, and it was a great blight, and the trophy did get here safe and sound. He might have had a couple of drinks with me on the plane. <laughs> um, he's probably not as jet-lagged as what I was, but he got here safe and sound. Yeah, so you, you're looking after the trophy. I, I thought they, they might have just taken me to look after you, but you, you've taken your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy, mate, I miss you, because you know what? You can't take that boy out of Penrith. I know that. <laughs> hey, Cordy, thanks for joining us. Somewhere. Uh, enjoy the weekend and the games, and thanks for, thanks for catching up with us here on Breakfast with Bossy and Brandy. Pleasure, guys. On you, Gordy. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Up in just a moment, it's my mailbag, the Missiles mailbag. Come on, come on, let's get together. Welcome back to SCN, 1170 AM in Sydney. Warm today, but not as hot as yesterday. 30 in the city, 33 in the west. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. It's time, the Missiles mailbag. The Missiles Mailbag. When you control the mail, you control information. All right, Brandy. Uh, Formula One, Drive to Survive. The new season has just launched on Netflix. It's a global phenomenon. And 
This weekend is the first weekend of the Formula One over in Bahrain. So they kick off the season this weekend. Uh, it's huge. It's huge now worldwide. So mm -hmm. I wanted to give you a few stats on Formula One. First of all, I'm going to hit you with driver salaries. I'll give you the top five driver salaries. So these numbers are all in USD. So pretty much double them, one and a half times them. Max Verstappen is on $55 million a year. He's at Red Bull Racing. Lewis Hamilton, $45 million a year at Mercedes. Next year, he's going to Ferrari, and that number bumps up. I think it's about $100 million uh, AUD. Charles Leclerc, he's at Ferrari, 34 of the best million dollars. Uh, Lando Norris, $20 million. Then we drop down to fifth. George Russell from Mercedes, a measly 18 million US dollars. Struggling, doing it tough, isn't Big it, Big bucks over there. So I had a little look into, well, what are these teams worth, these racing teams? So the Ferrari racing team in the Formula One is worth $3.9 billion. $3.9 billion. Now, the sport has exploded since this documentary on Netflix. Are you a watcher? Big watch. I don't really watch the races. I'd never watched a whole lap of Formula One in my life until I watched this documentary. Yep. And now I love it. The, the race this weekend's about 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, so it's a little bit hard to take in sometimes with time zones. Mm -hmm. But if it ever marries up, I, I like to watch a bit of it. Now, because of this documentary, the, the sport has exploded. So that valuation for Ferrari at $3.9 billion, US again, is almost a 200% jump in valuation from 2019, which was when that those docos started. So COVID was great. COVID was great for Formula One. Mercedes is close behind. They're valued at $3.8 billion USD. Mm. Now, the average team in the Formula One, so this is from the best to the worst, we've averaged out their revenue, 400 million USD in revenue. That's money brought in, sponsors, TV rights, all the rest, ticket sales, everything. Now, how much do they spend on their car, you might ask? Now, they have a budget. They have a, I a guess, salary a salary cap. cap a Here salary a cap. cap, yep, to spend on their car each year. And each team pushes right up to the limit of that salary cap for money spent on their car. That salary cap, 145 million USD spent on research, development, parts for that car in any given year. Mm. So that's an expensive car. So I thought, I wonder what parts go into that car. Well, the most basic one, which we can, I guess, understand, is the steering wheel. Steering wheel, $50,000 for that tiny little steering wheel. Do they change gears on their steering wheel? Yes, they do. They have the paddles on the back of the steering wheel, so yep. they change gears. But $50,000 for the steering wheel. If you wanted to buy the car on its own at the end of the season, you could pick up a Formula One car for about $15 million US dollars. So a big part of the $145 million is replacing parts during the year. They crash tires. so many what times. Tires? tires, yeah, tires, a lot of tires. Yep. Uh, so big bucks in the Formula One racing world. So Huge. keep an eye out for that this weekend. Who's your uh, drive to survive? Who's your nominate your best, your favourite driver to listen to? Your favourite character, so personality, my, my and, and your and your and your knob. Your knob, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So my favourite is uh, <laughs> my favourite is Lewis Hamilton from a Mercedes. Yep. And my A grade Max Verstappen. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He's just <laughs> not much personality, Max. He's a little bit. A little bit of a grumpy dude, but he's the most talented driver.
um, in the lineup at the moment. And they're all they're all small, aren't they? They're little, little, guys, little guys. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. Guys. Little guys. The mm. one uh, outstanding attribute that they all have: neck strength. So they go through so many G-forces that they have to have these super strong necks. So a lot of their strength and conditioning is revolved around their necks. Wow. So most of them little guys <laughs> with thick necks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very strange. Well, wearing big helmets, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. I wanted to do Vegas one more time. This is the last weekend we're going to be in Vegas for the year. So I wanted to do one more list. And this is the biggest crimes to have happened in Las Vegas. First one, the death of Sonny Liston. Legendary professional boxer. He was found dead in his Las Vegas home in 1971. His wife found his body after she'd returned from a two-week trip. Now, they're saying that it was an overdose, but he was found with heroin in his system and it wasn't a lethal amount. So dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. Who killed Sonny Liston? Still ongoing. Cold case, is it? Cold case. Right. The second one. The death or the murder of Tupac Shakur. We all remember this shot one. Shot out in the street. He was shot in the street. Car pulls up, shoots him. It's a cold case. They think they're close to finding that. I think they may have even prosecuted someone recently for the murder of two that's a, that's Tupac Shakur. That's a long Shakur. time ago now. That like was in 1996. He was only 25 years of age and he was at the peak of his powers. Other notable ones, there's been a bunch of big heists. Uh, but the other one that I wanted to talk about was the kidnap of the Wynn daughter. Now, she is the daughter of Steve Wynn, who owns the Wynn Casino. Mm -hmm. She was kidnapped and held for ransom. Two armed robbers. They asked for $2.5 million for her return. They settled for $1.45 million. Peter, Did they uh, get Steve, away with it? Yeah, Steve Wynn told them that that's all he could afford at the time. That's what, all he had. What year, what, when are we talking? What era? Like 1993. What? Right. The perpetrators, unfortunately, were caught. A few days later, one of them attempted to buy a $200,000 car in cash and the ruse was up. They were caught. Uh, a lot of other big uh, <laughs> heists around stealing chips, stealing cash, but those big three stood out for me. Okay, so he got his daughter back. Got his daughter back, well, paid 1.4. That's a good story. All right, that was Missiles, ma missiles Mailbag, Brandy. Uh, uh, we've got I, to get I to a break. It. First time up, I'm hearing it. Yeah, that's good. James. A little bit different. That's that's the things that I'm looking into. Vossi here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy live 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekdays. Just tune your radio to 11.70 a.m. in Sydney.